How are you writing or leading songs that God is singing over you? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, Worship Team's leaders and friends, thank you for subscribing to the Worship Team Training Podcast and for your continued support and attention. We thank you for visiting worshipteentraining.com. Be sure to check out WTTU.co, which is our on-demand membership platform for worship leaders and worship teams. Don't forget to catch more postings on worshipteentraining.com and also find us on Instagram. Watch our shows on Facebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. That's facebook.com slash worshipteentraining. And catch our Bible highlights on version. Just search Worship Team Training Brandon Dempsey. Interact and follow us on Snapchat and Twitter. Our address at worshiptt. And when you go to our webpage, worshipteentraining.com, be sure to sign up for the Monday Morning Digest that arrives in your Monday inbox every week about worship team stuff, how to help with your worship leaders, your pastors, songwriting, musicianship, tools, and events for you right there every week. And also, be sure to look out, members, for trainings this coming week. We just had our Monday morning worship Bible study this morning. You can watch the playback on it. And also our Tuesday show, which is tomorrow at 11 a.m. And also that's uh, that date's going to be the uh, the 21st, by the way. The 23rd, this coming Thursday, we have Travis Ducier. And that's going to be great. He's going to be talking about creating a songwriting culture in your church. So you don't want to miss that. So let's get to the word of the week. Here it is. Songwriting. The definition, it's the activity or process of writing popular songs or music. It's a band's, it could be a band's approach to songwriting, uh, a skill uh, that someone can have in writing melody or lyric. Here's your verse of the week. Psalm 45 at 1. My heart is stirred by a noble theme and as I recite my verses for the king. My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. Love that verse. Question of the week. What does it mean to write songs? So for many songwriters, they live the chasing of this meaning every day. What drives the songwriter is to find that perfect melody, perfect lyric, harmonic setting to make the music that expresses what they want to convey both to God and to the listener worshiper. They spend hundreds, if not thousands of hours, perfecting the right note, searching the right word, and trying to find the right home to frame all of those artistic elements together to bring musical satisfaction. That's right. I love putting it that way because for me, it's like an artist painting the picture and everything coming together. One person and organization that comes to mind as I speak about songwriting is Nashville Christian Songwriters, headed up by the infamous John Chisholm. He's been an established songwriter and also A&R director with Integrity Music for years. He is also one of our board members here at Worship Team Training. And when I think about songwriting, I think about guys like John, uh, wonderful people like, I mean, you have guys from like Jenny Riddle to Jason Ingram, uh, fantastic writers out there. Uh, In the secular world, I think of Busby, Uh, Just fantastic people who hone in their craft and their skill to create art. And 
you may not be a songwriter, but you may enjoy songs. And that's the reason why you're listening to this podcast is because you enjoy worship. You like leading a team. And songs are just another way to express our worship to God and also tool to connect people. So here's one thing is songwriting itself is not for the faint of heart. Now, our worship team training university members know that spending countless hours on choosing scriptures, picking songs, praying through planning center, if you will, all to find the right tune, the right song to fit the right message. And this seems to be a never-ending passionate quest. So how do songwriters and worship leaders, musicians alike, find that right song to fit the right moment for those in worship? The question cannot be answered easily as it is better lived. That's what I like to think. Songwriting, finding the right song as worship leaders, that's something that we find every week in terms of a it could be a joy, it could be for some, it could be a, a task, an arduous type of obligation, but it doesn't need to be that way. I find that when songs come to the heart, just like how melody and lyrics come to the mind and the soul it's about everyday living it's learning about what god does in each of those moments as he brings opportunities to fill our pages with the notes to write about his faithfulness and love so yeah it doesn't mean you don't need to be a songwriter to plan worship or to lead worship but i look at it this way i remember dennis jarnigan saying this years and years ago in a podcast that we did he said songwriters of of god really they shouldn't be called songwriters they should be called song receivers tony guerrero had said once that songwriters in the church or are god's modern day levites and i love both of those analogies because we receive the word of God through song and then we sing or lead that song as a modern day Levite. So that comes also from daily experiences. I mean, you know, anyone will tell you in the Nashville songwriting world that songwriting is not easy, far from it. Um, it would be very much like asking. Uh, a guitar virtuoso or extraordinary drummer is you're playing your instrument easy was learning it easy and they're going to tell you it may be easy now but it wasn't when they first started better musicians will tell you that it's the hardest thing that they work on daily songwriting is no different but when we talk about song and leading it writing it whatever they stem from the encounters that we have week in or day in and day out. I mean, think about the time that you found God or you were asking God to fill one of your biggest needs. When you came to a point of life where an experience happened, a hardship, a victory, whatever, or maybe you're still waiting for that desired victory to come. Write from that. Lead from that. Uh, I look at it this way. It's, it's not by coincidence that we face stress, strife, obstacles, that they just happen without reason or care. No, it doesn't mean that God sends it into our life to be a 
negative defining moment, no. But we're told from Scripture, Romans 8, 28, that He engineers all of our circumstances for good. So how do we re-engineer our lives? And how do we put that in a song or lead a song or play a piece of music? So it's something that you have to you have to think about all these living day moments as little small testimonies or stories if you will i mean look at the grander testimony of what god has done in your life i mean when you look into what god has done as he's written upon our hearts there's no question that we have many notes to write sing and play about that could be the celebration or of a victory, an outcome of maybe God healing, uh, God providing, God rescuing, God restoring. All of these things that we sing about in the church, even, they're still happening to us day to day. So how often is it that when you step off from leading on Sunday worship, that you're reliving those same songs that you sung about daily? I mean, it comes down to the point of, do you believe what you sing, and do you sing what you believe? You may not realize it, but the story that God placed upon your soul is probably the one that needs to be heard by others. My question to all of us, myself included, how are you writing it, and are you living it? At many of our workshops and worship team training, we go across the country, we provide a hands-on workshop for worship teams and leaders on a Friday and Saturday. And I share the same illustration with all leaders and musicians and singers that there is a testimony that God has sung over all of our lives. The question is, are we listening? Our responsibility as leaders is to sing it back to Him while we stand in the midst of His people that are in search for their own melody or harmony that they can sing to God as well, but in their own voice. I mean, isn't that beautiful? The very story that God gave you, He's also calling you to sing it back to Him, but to lead to others in worship so that they can have a song as well. And together, unified, that's congregational worship. Whether it be a, it, the song is on your heart, I don't mean you got to write a new song every time, maybe, but songs can come in a form of familiar tunes. It could be an old hymn. It can be a song that was released a year ago or 15 years ago. It doesn't matter, but there are songs that you and I identify with based upon certain experiences. That's how really good songs are written. I mean, when you think about, think about your favorite artist back from years ago, whatever, and think about the time when you first heard that one song that you really, really, really loved And what was the moment in which you heard that song? What were the memories that were attached to that song? So when you hear it again now, it takes you to a certain place and you're like, oh, yeah, that was when this happened. Or, you know, and those are defining moments. And so when I look for good songs or when I write songs, I try to do it from those experiences. But yet, yes, finding those experiences, that is the most important. Uh, or I would say finding that encouragement, finding that inspiration is a task in itself. So the best way is just to allow God to do what he's normally doing in your life and 
allow him to find those experiences and just to be in tune. It's like songwriters, as I said before at the top of the broadcast, they're trying to find that perfect lyric or melody, and sometimes it doesn't come. And there's not a perfect lyric or melody anyway, but let's just say I'm using that word a little bit more, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm elaborating a little bit more here. And the idea is that we find a good lyric, we find a good song, but not all the time does it come. It's the same thing as a worship leader. So when those moments happen, I say we just have to let the dryness occur because that's where we find our need of God and where we can ask God, Lord, I'm dry. I don't have any songs in me or I don't know what songs to pick. I need you to do it through me. That's where I find my my reliance upon the Lord the most. So often I remind people uh, to live out the story that God is singing in your heart. I, I really believe that the more we do this, the more we become the church. I can look at my own life and remember many times of hearing other people's melodies and stories and how they still today encourage me. And that's why I bring up John Chisholm, because that's a man songwriter who's encouraged and mentored me for years and years and I still fall back on all the bones that I've learned and I continue that process and sharing that with others like you so what is our response do we just keep the words and melodies to ourselves or do we sing them out to God and for the church even more important how do we sing them to the lost for the sake of the gospel As songwriters or gifted artists, we have every opportunity and skill to put together a message that is compelling to unfold the story of what God has done in our lives. So think about this. And the people that you encounter every day plus Sunday, God has placed certain people in your life for a reason. So how are you engaging them? How are you walking with them, relating to them, better yet singing to them. So consider some of these questions and just think about this to yourself and ask God. Here's one. Am I hearing the song that God is singing over my soul? Next one. How am I living out the testimony God gave me? And am I in harmony with the Bible? Am I singing back to God honor, worship, and thanksgiving? What do others hear? As I sing or play my song, is the song I'm singing a song they want to hear? Do they want to hit the replay button? Or better yet, do they want to share it with their friends? Whatever the case, guys, God hears your songs and He hears your melodies. He loves you and I so much, and He's less concerned about how we are with our music or where we were. But he's more concerned about how we're making our music for him and where we're going in Jesus. The closer that you sing back to God into his heart, the closer your voice becomes in unity and the life that he is making. So I say this, spend time listening the melodies that God's singing over you. Sing back those melodies and share the story that God gave you. And as you lead next in worship play sing or pray the words that god has already 
been doing, what he's been speaking since the dawn of creation. And remember this from the Psalms, play skillfully and joyfully making music unto God. That's Psalm 33, 3. And as together as modern Levites, we write songs for the ages for people to glorify God and bring him praise while connecting people to Jesus. So guys, hey, just in this podcast, as you heard, worship leaders, worship teams, would you like this kind of personal customized attention for your entire worship team? Well, like many others have, hundreds of churches, check out worshipteentraining.com slash workshops and learn what it means to have an intuitive and fun, creative way to step up the skills and heart for your worship team. And best of all, we come to you. So guys, members, you want to look out for the training for this week. As I've stated before, Tuesday show this week are also Thursday training with, that would be, uh, Travis Ducier, who's coming up at 11 a.m. Central. You don't want to miss that. And also look at our entire calendar when you go to wttu.co slash events. And guys, hey, if you've never checked out our university, well, it's about aspiring to excellence, elevating your skill, and transforming your ministry. Visit now. We have a seven-day download of articles, videos, and webinars and ebooks. For more info, go to wttu.co slash FS and Frank, T as and Tom, R as and Robert, the number seven. So that's wttu.co slash FTR. Guys, thanks so much for being a part of this podcast and downloading it to your advice, your device or computer. And we thank you for your support. And we ask you, if you like this podcast and broadcast each week, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. And even better, share this podcast with a friend. We hope that you're encouraged from this word of the week to be transformed for the leading of worship. And remember, guys, you don't need to be perfect. Just let God transform the way you live life and the way you lead worship. I'm Brandon Dempsey, worshipteamtraining.com and Worship Team Training University. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.